We are back, baby. We are back. That's we right. are back. You are looking live. We get after it. You know, we jabber jaw. We go tit for tat. We have our little differences. Let's get funky like a monkey. And here we go. Hello and welcome to the Moose and Bruins podcast. This episode 145 of the pod alongside Matt Rooney. I am Joe Musso. And Matt, the sporting world appears to be coming to a gradual halt. Um, Every sport but many, one, it seems like. Yeah, not too many jokes to be made here. It is a global pandemic that we're dealing with, with the coronavirus. And uh, we're taping this here on a Thursday. 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 Uh, about 12 hours after the NBA has postponed the season or suspended the season for the foreseeable future. A um, number of teams are being instructed to self-quarantine, including the Toronto Raptors, who came in direct contact with the Utah Jazz and Rudy Gobert, who's tested positive for coronavirus. You know all the news by now. We're here to give you a little reaction. Um, there's not much sports to react to. We're going to give you a little reaction on the week that was. Uh, Kopech takes the bump. Really, some exciting sights there. Um, but it, it really... It's going to be really interesting to see what the next 48, 72 hours are like because with the NBA and NHL leading the charge of postponement, um, the elephant in the room is the NCAA tournament. I don't know if they're trying to get through the conference tournaments and then have a contingency plan on what to do with a a college tournament because Mm -hmm. unlike these professional sports, Matt, and not to just dive right into it, but unlike these professional sports, the NCA has they're tied to a academic calendar. They're tied to eligibility. They're tied to a lot more. I feel like than these pro leagues are, where they can just push things down the line. You have kids graduating, trying to get jobs, doing other things, NBA draft, things of those sorts, uh, combines. But I mean, it, it, it all pales in comparison to the greater health of our nation. Uh, and with that, I guess I ask you, how you doing today? Well, first, a, a little bit breaking news. From a minute ago, Donovan Mitchell now has apparently tested positive for the coronavirus. Oh, wow. um, obviously, hope well, he turns out okay and then it recovers fine. But th- I guess the, if there is a bright side to all of this, it's that for the most part, most of us that get this, it, most of the athletes that they're going to be reporting on or th- yeah. that are going to be getting this will end up being fine. There was God a, willing, we won't have to deal with any fatalities. Yeah, there was um, a, um, a expert on. Uh, I, infectious disease or some sort of viral expert on sports center last night a couple times and you know was asked about the prognosis for rudy gobert because he was the only real athlete with it last night he said you know he is in all likelihood going to be fine that's it's it's really just more controlling this and make sure it doesn't spread um so that's a positive um i i forgot kind of where i was going with this though i i saw that news and kind of talked into that so that's pretty normal for me though on a on um, Thursday morning. Good thing we didn't I, have this podcast yesterday morning. Like yeah, that planning, little, though, because a little bit dated. This would a have been a, yeah, just just we've had that you happen a, before. I think the the last time that happened was we had Cap on bef- right before Jose Quintana got traded to the yeah, White Sox. I think that was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, that that would have been a similar. But it's just a surreal kind of time for all of us. It's it's yeah. You like the thing that I was thinking about is usually like you know we've been on the podcast now through some tough times and through some. Um, national incidents and things of that sort Mm -hmm. and sports always provide the release sports provide the distract the the distraction from the reality of whatever gruesome grim thing is going on in our world that that's not the case here we're we're Mm -hmm. all at mercy of a um of a 
you know, a silent threat of a, a blind threat, something that we can't see, that we can't quantify, that we can't put our finger on, and that um, our nation and worldwide, not just our nation, appears to be quite unprepared for. Um, so I think they're, they're all playing the catch-up game right now, and the quickest way to play the catch-up game is to put a halt to everything, to work from home, to stop these games, to um, disband crowds larger than 200 people. It's just... You know, they're trying to play a mathematical odds game. And when you're in the NBA and you have guys like Rudy Gobert who come in contact with, let's say, 700 fans on a given night. I think they really said Sports Center said he 34 different players shared the court with him in the last 34 two different players like shared the court. How many guys directly sweated on one another? Can it be contracted that way? How many high fives did he give out? Mm-hmm. Um, what about those reporters, the seven reporters or. Uh, Photogs, who's those mics that he jokingly touched the other day. I would be so pissed. Um, The media that has been in the locker room with him. So there's a lot of people that are um, dealing with a lot of unknown right now. And like I said, the the unpreparedness to be able to test for it. Like I I read that you know Tom Hanks is in Australia right now. Mm. Him and his wife have contracted coronavirus. And they were immediately tested due to their healthcare system and due to their preparedness for a pandemic of this mm-hmm. sort. The United States is largely unprepared to do that. So let's say I am a beat reporter for the Utah Jazz and I'm scared witless right now. I, I and, and I'm not showing acute signs or symptoms of coronavirus. I can't get tested for peace of mind mm-hmm. um, because of the lack of preparedness. So not to, uh, conflagrate this to a larger issue of our uh, national healthcare system and the lack of preparedness or the lack of robustness but i think we're in a bad spot and and we're uh we're largely like i said playing catch-up i don't know um word of the week what what is conflagrate um to make something bigger or worse okay like so thinking of a fire, you conflagrate a fire by like stoking it, it gets bigger. I can honestly say, like, usually your words that I have to ask you about, I've at least heard uh-huh. before. I don't think I've ever heard that one. No? Well, no there's, there's I a new don't. one. I don't think we're I've gonna, ever heard that We're going to try not to conflagrate the situation here. Yeah. I, um, it, it, at this point, I, I, the NBA did exactly what they had to do, especially mm-hmm. knowing that a player was infected with it, or is infected the right word? Is that virus? Yeah, infected um, with virus, so. whatever. Okay. Um Knowing so many players, and then like you said, how many fans, how many trainers, how many reporters? Is it, you can't have those people moving around. So that's you know, yeah. just I mean, super bizarre the way it happened too. Like right before a tip, it literally like they were on the, the floor. Doctor runs They're out. They're both on the floor. It was, it was it, like straight it, out of a movie. It literally, you just took the words out of my mouth. Not the yeah. first person to say it won't be the last. This literally, like last night, felt like a movie. Like yeah. for the most part, obviously the last couple days, you know, especially with the stock market, I think it was the end of last week, kind of going, you know, way down for for the most part. Um, a lot of people started to sense that there was a little bit more realist realism to it, but mm-hmm. yesterday, for whatever reason, I, it had to do with may, really that. It just seemed to pick up and just completely take off, and, and that's the real first time that I felt like, okay, this is like it went from like kind of a minor blip on the radar to like kind of an annoyance to now like this mm-hmm. is okay, this is actually real. Like, what the hell is going on here? But I think that's the problem with everybody, and that's why there's this widespread panic. And you said that the it's it's an invisible, you know enemy for lack of a better word it's nothing we can see nothing we really know how to control yet and i think the unknown is what always gets people and even though for the most part like we said this isn't uh, an incredibly deadly virus it's still something no one wants to get it's still something that spreads to the wrong people 
can be. And I think that unknown just will always terrify yeah. us to a, for, yeah. for lack of a better word. And, and then just I'm not going to get into the political portions of it because I don't know nearly enough to talk about yeah. it. I, I'm not even going to try. Um, but it, it at least seems now I, I know we're playing catch up, but it seems like for the most part leagues and seem to be taking all the right steps. So let's hope it's a minor setback here and, and soon enough yeah. we're going to be a little bit at least back to normal as we can. To uh, to kind of take it back to the sports realm here, and I know it's much bigger than that, but uh, it it really does pose the question of, you know, NBA has come out and done what they needed to do, NHL has done what they've needed to do, these other leagues have done what they needed to do. The Players' Championship's underway right now in mm-hmm. golf. Um, I, I believe, I mean, it, it, the coverage hasn't started yet, but I don't believe there's been any embargo on the crowd down there. I think it's going to be a full crowd. Um, I understand if you want to play the tournament with just players out there mm-hmm. because, you know, you could be 100 yards from each other. You don't have to be right on top of each other. You don't have to shake hands. But, you know, there's a lot of – when there's that many fans in one place, I think that's what they start to worry about too. So mm-hmm. odd decision by the PGA Tour there to go on, to just have the show go on as, as it is. But um, yeah, we, we they, talk they've, about often, they've often lagged behind in uh, – in, in these sorts of uh, departments, I guess. So we talk about leagues acting kind of swiftly and accordingly, and you know, while they seem like extreme measures, appropriate measures, and it's mm-hmm. the, the PG. I know this is really quick, and you know, everything kind of happened yesterday, and they had you know tickets sold for people getting to the course at six a.m. or whatever this morning. But still, sometimes you have to act quickly and kind of pull the plug, even though that if that is messing with people uh, in the short term, it could be helping them out in the long term. Especially golf, I feel like is a tournament where. Older people tend to, you know, flock to, go to, be more interested, especially in like, you know, the, the live event, the live showcasing of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, those are the people that the, you know, 70 and above crowd that you're trying to keep away from, from, from these, uh, you know, the people might possibly be infected. It seems like an irresponsible decision. And I would imagine that going forward, I wouldn't be shocked. Like you said, golf's a pretty easy game to keep the players, you know, for the most part away from each other. Yeah, um, I could, we I could do with one tournament without idiots screaming right after yeah, the I, club gets swung. I think that's what we're going to see. There's not going to be a whole lot of uh, getting the hole at, at the Shell Houston Open uh, yeah. coming up in a couple of weeks, but I think that's probably what we'll see. And I would uh, have even, to think the Masters is probably going to be spectatorless. I'm not even positive that you know we get to the end of the weekend with spectators here at the players. I could see but maybe that's a very Thursday, possible. Friday with spectators, and then they say we can't do it, um, especially if – you know, this thing doesn't taper in the not too distant future, but yeah. that would be that would be a bizarre sight at Augusta, and we know that Augusta and the Masters do everything on under their own accord. So mm-hmm. I, I just don't know, you know, I, I just don't know what they do there. Um, but I think more immediately, and the larger question at hand is what happens with the NCAA tournament, and um, I, I just think that. You know how we're talking about golf isn't reliant on that fanfare, mm-hmm. and and a maybe a player doesn't feed off of that. Tournament is. I don't know if you could have an NCAA tournament without fans, and I'm not saying do it. Go ahead, have the fans. Mm-hmm. I'd lean towards. I mean, if you can figure out a path to postponement, then yes. I guess just the problem not, with that is, I, is like I don't know the how, stadiums. You yeah. like they, they have these stadiums booked for the like. It's not just that easy to two months from now. You know, all these people, all these Find games the we windows, have being played in, yeah. you know, I mean, you'd have to pretty much rearrange everything. You'd have to cram, you know, two years of, I don't remember, I know the Final Four is obviously selected uh, where it's going to be way early on. I don't know when they start, you know, 
booking buildings for you know regionals for first round suites you'd have to pretty much squeeze the five years of work into two months yeah. at Number, best you know what though you know not to not to make light of the situation but if there was a season where no one deserves to win a national title, it's this year. I was you know, there's I was, been seven or eight different number ones. Um, there, no one's wanted to carry that mantle. Uh, you know, Baylor they they backtrack down the stretch. Kansas looks like they might be ready to go. But I, if there's a season that there wasn't an outright favorite, and we don't feel robbed of a championship, now I know those kids and those teams and those universities and those alumni uh, bases do feel robbed, but. Eh, you know, if there's yeah. no if there's no 2020 national champion, I, uh, that would be the fitting end to this season. I was texting with good friend of the podcast Nick Lucy last night. He's a he's a huge diehard U of I fan. He was like, man, like I really hope we don't lose the NCAA tournament. And I was like, oh well, he's disillusioned to think well, I, that team has well, a chance. Anyway. No, but that was they were going to be there for the first time in six years, and maybe they yes. make, they have they win a couple games, have some fun. But yeah. I texted him back, like. Like honestly, ob- it was obviously in more of a joking manner, trying to make light of a situation that's obviously not fun. But it was like, hey, you know, if there's a year they're going to cancel the NCAA tournament, it might as well be the one year that I know nothing about college basketball and was poised to lose <laughs> a lot of money. And North Carolina and Notre Dame are both not going to be in it. So I don't really, as much as I'd love to have it, none of my teams no are going to be in it. I, I don't know anything. I was probably going to lose a lot of money just guessing on gambling. So who cares? Yeah, um, just. Bizarre times. Um, like you said, hopefully we move past this in a expedited fashion. But as of right now, it uh, doesn't seem like there's going to be a bunch to talk about in the sports world. Um, which is a perfect time for mailbags, people. Which is a perfect time for mailbags, uh, which leads me to my next question, Matt. You know, we are often a food-based podcast That's here. true. If you got to lock it down for two weeks, if you're self-quarantining, uh, what do you got to have in the house? Well, you got to have must. You got to have. What do you, need, what do you need a two week supply of? You know, you when, know really, when you're really breaking it down to basics. Number one, I think the I think it's very important. You got to have a lot of peanut butter. Peanut butter's peanut got butter, some. Huh? It's got some protein in there. It's got okay. some calories. It's got some some important calories for it. You can do a lot with it um, if you really just want a scoop of it. Like you can just kind of have that as a little bit of snack. Not that big of a deal. That, and that stays good for a long time. I just bought mm-hmm. some peanut butter yesterday. That the. Uh, the expiration date said 2022 so that's good you quarantine me for a year that stuff's still gonna be good um, go. got a fro- i mean frozen pizzas i feel like that's the staple right you have to have a lot of frozen pe- it's hard to get like, it's hard to get the fresh fruits and vegetables because like those are gonna if you're quarantined yeah. for two weeks they're not good anymore hey, a lot of canned food a lot of canned food canned and frozen water. food naturally i went and bought a uh, doomsday amount of uh bottled water yesterday can i ask you so. a question yeah. Why are people loading up on toilet paper this much? Were people not wiping their ass earlier? I swear <laughs> I to God, I went to, the, I went to the grocery store yeah, yesterday and like, I, Mike and I needed a little bit of toilet paper. We weren't loading up on, we, we were kind of out of toilet, not out of toilet paper. We needed to buy some for the apartment. I swear to God, Joe, there was, I don't, w- yeah. we got the last package of more than four rolls in it. I, I the don't entire, know what the, what are you doing people? I don't know what the, I don't know why that, that, why that's on the short list. Obviously it is a necessity, but, um, one, how quickly are you rifling through toilet paper? Um, two, God forbid you ran out of toilet paper. It's not like running out of food. You know? Cut up a t-shirt, folks. Like there I you mean, go. Like get get gruesome with it. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. But uh, I just yeah. uh, that that to me is I get you know I need at least two weeks of coffee. I, I can't you know if we're Ooh, if we're self quarantining. Not that I don't uh, love Shelby and love spending time with her, but if you're in the house 14 straight days with no one else but one other individual, 
and there's no coffee involved, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be some bumping heads. There'll On the other side heads. of the spectrum, you probably need some booze then too. Need some booze. Need a little, coffee, bit of, a little booze. Coffee, wine, and canned food. We're good. Coffee, wine, and a wine and is your food. Beans. Wine is the what is it? Can what is it? What are you talking Cannellini about? beans like uh, a nice it's a very uh, useful white bean um, not like it's much less starchy than a pinto bean you do a lot of good uh, Italian dishes with a, with a cannellini bean not a, not a bean fan not a big bean oh, I don't like the texture a little, text, a little like the fagioli as they call it I don't know what that means it means bean in Italian oh okay well now I know yeah there you go um, you're yeah, I, a bilingual I, I love how we went kind of opposite directions you're talking about like the healthy vegetables and stuff you, the, the canned foods you can have in the house I'm saying give me peanut butter and frozen pizza which means I'm 12 years old yeah, we gotta have peanut butter around, but uh, yeah, I don't that's know. why that's why we do this well because you need a little bit of balance. So you're on the yeah. healthier side of the spectrum. I'm on the yeah. let's just the, the good stuff. So I think you know we meet in the middle there. You get you know maybe one can of those beans you were talking about, one frozen pizza. Um, Matt, we're not gonna perform the futile act of making uh, college tourney picks here because who knows at this point. Um, we're not going to, or we make the, the picks and we of, can't be wrong. If they there you go. Yeah. This is a, it's a freeing time to be a sports personality. Um, but let's talk about some stuff that we saw. Uh, first thing that comes to mind for me is, uh, Michael Kopech toe in the bump. Good why week for the like, White Sox. Why do I feel like that? That was a sneak attack. Like, why do I feel like I heard nothing about that leading I, up to it? And then I was like, Oh, Kopech's throwing live baseball right now joe i work for the flagship like i work for the flagship station i didn't really even realize till i was getting to work today that, that was kopech's first outing obviously i watched it it was absolutely electric he, electric. Did, like, obvi- he hit over 100 on seven out of 11 of those throws and it wasn't it, it was when he first debuted he always looked like he was throwing an easy 98 whatever it was he looked again like he was he wasn't laboring to throw one on one. He wasn't like really reaching back and giving it everything he had because he knew he had one inning. He he's was just a defensive end who knows how to throw. Like he's a big dude, and I'm super excited to see him work into the uh, work into the rotation. They're saying around May, so uh, which is the, fine. The, the will, the, go on yeah, the air on the side of caution with that, but we're. Yeah. Quite honestly, Joe, not to bring it back, but May might be when we get opening day at this point. So he might yeah, be ready true. for a fake opening day or you know second yeah. opening day, whatever you want to call it. Just yeah, just a lot of uncertainty, a lot of question marks um, about you know what the next two months in the sporting world will look like. So, but um, to, uh, again, back to like the, the plus side of this, it was. You never really know how those guys are going to come out of Tommy John, like how they're going to yes. rehab, how they're going to look that first outing. And sometimes they're going to look a little bit tentative. Sometimes they're just they're going to try to place the ball in there, especially in a spring training outing. Michael Kopech looked pretty fearless out there, probably knew he only had one inning. So I think maybe had that mentality of I'm just going out there and throwing everything I got. But he didn't look cautious, didn't look like he was holding anything back. And he wasn't really all that wild or errant either. He was painting the corners 101. And if, yeah. you're pay- if you're painting the you know low outside corner with 101, no one's touching that. Yeah, if you're and if you're adding on a larger scale, if you're adding dominant arms to that, you know one through nine, then we're talking about a team that we can that, be excited about. Yeah, if you postseason uh, potential. I mean, if Lucas Giolito does what he did last year, which is not out of the realm of possibility, and Michael Kopech comes in and is a that you know the dominant arm that people expect he can be. I mean that. That is a division-winning lineup. And we've talked about yeah. the lineup is, is maybe the best in the AL Central. And if the pitching comes along, they're going to be favorites. But that's kind of the if. Is everything in the in the rotation going to go according to plan? And that was at least a nice first step. 
Uh, Matt, I, I know it's kind of bizarre and it's kind of weird and such is life right now, mm-hmm. but uh, I got nothing else. What else do you got? I mean, you on Moncada who signed that extension, remember? We talked yeah. about that was a buy or sell for us the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I think is, they got it. It looked like they got a deal on him too if he's going to continue to produce. Yeah. yeah. So he bought, a, I think they got two extra years on him with that extension. They, I mean, they're paying him 15 mil a year. And I think I, I forgot the name of the website, but yeah. the, it projects, you know, their free agent value right now. If they were to hit the market, it was like 25, 27 mil a year. So clearly the White Sox are doing something right in that building, keeping, uh, keeping everybody wanting yep. to come back playing on, on player for team friendly deals. Excuse and me. And the, uh, the time, not timeliness or serendipitousness of it, but uh, the fact that we're getting our guy back from his Tommy John surgery and the guy we let go reluctantly to get him uh, might be eyeing Tommy John surgery and Chris Sale. Um, it's just, I, I don't know, I guess, you, you know, you never want to see that because I still do root for Chris Sale, mm-hmm. but almost the timeliness of it and the coincidental uh, time of it makes me think that, you know, the long-term vision of the White Sox deserves a little applause, especially yeah. if it starts to uh, bear fruit this season. If I, it is a season, I don't I, know. I, I am. <laughs> I think we'll have a season to, to, to some extent. And of course, you know league, that that would be the best league, thing to come out of this: a hundred-game MLB season, and the league realizes, huh, that was perfect. Yeah, like if you started this, happen, but no, I mean they never. But then that might be the one way somewhat shorten it from one sixty two. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, a one hundred game, I can't even call it a sprint because it's not a sprint. But like a one hundred game, you know, starting in you know middle of or end of May, like early June, just kind of mm-hmm. through October, early November, would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. What's, oh, how was your trip home? You didn't. You didn't. Uh, we didn't talk uh, tri- about that. Trip home was good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's I saw always, you, you were making some some uh, some soap with the parents. I was not. I, I woke up on Friday morning uh, to my parents both in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Mom was uh, exhuming flowers from my sister's wedding. She was making a if uh, a shadow box with a nice picture in it, um, oh. and she had saved some flowers from the wedding that she then dried out in a sand type mixture so she was brushing sand off of dead flowers and my mm. dad was making uh my dad was making homemade um uh hand sanitizer how so. do you do that like what is what alcohol what? and aloe literally oh that's it yeah you can throw in a little bit of oil it, like lemon oil or something to give it scent if you want but literally like two it's like, parts it's like two rubbing parts alcohol? alcohol one part out yeah like uh iodized whatever Okay. Um, rubbing alcohol. Yeah, cause I saw I saw Tito's came out the other day and said you can't use their product as hand sanitizer. It's not good enough. So I just wanted to make sure we weren't pouring just like you know the random, random gray goose we had on the shelf. In but the you jail. can sanitize your feelings with gray goose. That's true. Yeah, that's a so, good point. It's a uh, it's a pro tip right there. Um, but yeah, in the coming weeks here, we hope that there are sports for us to uh, comment and pine about. Uh, but as as of right now. It looks like we are uh, hunkering down for a little bit. Hopefully, um, this progresses or digresses uh, in a timely manner, and uh, we get back to the normal that we know. But for now, um, I think that's all we, we have for you here on Moose and Runes episode 145. Matt, anything else for the people before we uh, give a wary goodbye? Get us get us uh, in the mailbag, people. Let's 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 yeah. get some mailbags in here. Let's have some. Let's, I don't want to say have some fun with this because obviously it's a serious time, but let's let's use this as a, as a time to get us some mailbags, have some fun conversations, get our minds off stuff. and help us you know, help you. Do what we can. Yeah, help us help you. That's a good way to put it, Chuck. 
All right. Well, I got to go watch the only sporting event that's going on right now. And I got some video games to play. That's a that's a split screen of uh, college basketball and golf. So where's college basketball on right now? Yeah, there's they're still playing the tournaments. It's um, no, it's ten in the morning. Um. Yeah, I believe no, it's, it's, ele- it's 11 here. It's oh, okay. 11 here. Oh, I we forgot tip- about We got tip-off in 14 minutes. I'm so used to you being two hours early. I'm still not used to your time change. Yeah, we're out here now. All right. Um, and that's going to do it for the Moose and Moons podcast, episode 145. Stay clean, wash your hands, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Load up on toilet paper, people. And get all of the toilet paper. All of it. And, and peanut butter. Toilet paper and peanut butter. That's what quarantines do. Bye now. May God give you for every storm a rainbow, for every tear a smile, for every care a promise, and a blessing in each trial. I swear I've seen a lot of stuff in my life, but that was awesome. (laughs) Chicken on the steak was phenomenal.